All right, people, we are so excited to be here today because we have to talk to y'all about the epic Civil War. Yes, indeed. Civil War came through. It came through, took everything, left me like a thief in the night. It was Jesus for me. It was Jesus <laughs> for me. It was, it was everything that I wanted yes. in a comic book superhero movie. It was. And what's fascinating about it was it came at the right time. Yes. Again, like Jesus, you it doesn't always come when you want them, but it comes right on time and it actually oh, did. Right. It did because you know, we know we just had to deal with mad versus sad as you call it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good pick me up from that tragedy. And so yeah, just to see let's just get on into it. You know, oh, let's yes. just get on into it. Head first. Alright, so tell me about what you what you like, what was just stunning to you? Oh my gosh, the the first scene when they were um where were they? In they were in some African country, I forgot which one. Uh but the opening fight scene with uh Captain America, Wanda, yeah, Black Widow, uh, and Falcon doing recon and then the recon got screwed up and all of a sudden they had to fight their way out of it. Um, everybody getting to, you know, display their little, their powers and whatnot, which was, it was awesome off top. That stood out to me. Of course, the all important scene, um, the airport fight scene. Yes. That was like, it was so fucking good. Like, I can't. I don't know if I have the words to put in how good that was. Like, I, I could have watched 20 more minutes of that fight, honestly. It could, because of what I liked about it was if you paid attention to the individual fights, those were crafted out very well, and it was just um, easily, like, choreographed to the point where it was just perfection. So it was just nice to kind of watch them all. And then when they switched up with different people, it all seemed to match, but it also really showed off their skills as well. Right, right. Uh, it, it was just, it was so good. It was so greatly choreographed. And everybody was matched, like you said, everybody was matched up mm-hmm. with their, I guess, their counterparts. So it wasn't like a, a Superman fighting, yes, like a random Joe Schmo. Um, but uh, other things that stood out: uh, the introduction of seeing Black Panther and all of his badassery and fineness in that suit. That I know, suit. I know. It's, you know, let's oh. talk, let's, let's just talk about Black Panther before we. Well, I don't want to lose track on that. It was nice to have that great introduction of one of the first black superheroes. Um, but to see him as such grace, like there was just this this regal presence. It's like what I always hope to see when I see Storm. But that's another story for another time. But um, he had that regal presence that I was like, this is Black Panther. This is the king. This is the man who is the super smartest. You know, like... I felt that presence with him, and I was right. engaged right away. And 
he just came off like he like a, what a hero should be and i don't know if i was just excited because it was a black man or it was a sexy black man in a sexy suit like you you had all of that and it was just that that rush of emotions for me coming in like oh my god this is a black superhero it's not a joke hero like we we always had like the joke black superheroes like yeah like the sidekicks or the, the bl- one yeah the com- blank effect, man heroes um that movie shack did foolishness but we oh th- this what we had here was just we had history. We had a regalness. And it was just beautiful to see him. But then when he starts speaking, it's just like, oh, my God, this is everything I I, I needed to know about him. But also, yeah. But then, but when he, you know, we lost his father. But then when he became Black Panther, when we saw him as Black Panther, it was just like you saw like why he is the chosen one why he is skilled his fighting style was amazing was oh my amazing. god it was so good like did you you notice how when he was moving it was basically like a panther it yes was, his fighting style was just like a panther and, and not to jump all the way back ahead to uh the um the airport fight scene but i think he was it was he was fighting hawkeye and yes. he did that Street Fighter ass uh, triple kick in the air. Yeah, I, I fell out. I said, "Lord, take I know." Me Here I am. I was trying to like learn. Let me learn some of these moves so I can <laughs> get up in there, you know, and just fight somebody for no apparent reason. But uh, it was just really <laughs> nice to see. And I think um, as let's jump back to you know when when you know when he when he when they. At that moment when they all got stopped by the, I guess the, not the, I guess the cops or whatever you want to call right. them, oh, it was just oh. how he was like he took his mask off and how he stood. It was just so powerful mm-hmm. that he was like I'm no joke and he was going for Bucky. Um, but what I do love about him was the fact that he didn't let he didn't let vengeance um, take over him. It did right. not it did not ruin him or sully him. And he was like you know. I have to be, I have to be a king, and that's you know that's what I expect of a king to do. Um, he had to make the hard choice. He had to make the decision. He had to be the one that's like, at the end of the day, you will still pay for what you've done, and I right. want you to know that what you've done was wrong. Like I like that about him. I also like you know I even liked when they announced him as your highness. It yes, just felt I, it just it was just wonderful. Yeah, I did like that they paid him his dues. Yes. Like, this is not anybody, you know, a Joe Schmo that you mess around with. This is a king, and yeah. you will address him as such. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. And that's what I felt. But you know what really got me? We have to talk about Madam Ma'am, who, you know, his security advisor, wherever she uh, was. <laughs> yes. She was, only had one line. And I think they label her as like security guard in yeah. the credits. Mm-hmm. Secure- move, or you will be moved. That took me out. I was sitting there, and my friend looked at me like, "If you don't calm down," I was like, "I can't help it." She just, <laughs> she looked at Natasha, and I almost wanted her. I wanted Natasha to be like, do something, so she could like yeah. just be like, "Okay, you about to learn." who I am and I wanted something to happen and someone said well you just want a black and white thing I said no it's I wanted to see this black woman in action because we don't really get to see that 
I was making a joke. I said, the last time we get to see a black woman in action is Grace Jones. Um, really in action. And there's been other movies. Like, if you want to... Somebody said Kill Bill. And I was like, you know, that's about as... That she or... first to die, so... That or, you know, we can we get some good um, women of color fighting. We look at Alias, if you remember that series. Um, right. When we had the goddess Gloria Torres. I mean, no, oops. Gina Torres who played um, one of the villains, but she was just beautiful in that. Um, but we just don't see women of color, especially black women in this role. And just that little bit, that little bit she gave me, I was thirsty. I wanted so much more from her. I I, I, I was on Twitter, like, where are you on Twitter? You're not on Twitter. You need to get right. on Twitter. You got fans. So yeah, I think the actress name, she's her name is Florence uh, Kasumba, and she's like a German-born actress. Oh, okay. Um, I know that she is slated to be in something on uh, NBC. It's called uh, Emerald City or something. Okay. Y'all help me out on Twitter. Uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but she's slated to be on that. And I know um, I tweeted with uh, Black Girl Nerds. Uh, hopefully that uh, Jamie could get an interview with her because that would be really That would be wonderful because she needs to know that she was highly, greatly appreciated and needed. And um, I just went on Twitter not long ago and talked about all the black women who have been a part of the Black Panther series, how it'd be nice to see them all in some form or fashion, whether it is in the movie, um, whether it's in one of the Netflix shows, or whether it is on um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We, there's so many great women in that in his storyline alone. They would be right. great to see, so I hope they do that. But um, jumping back into the movie, I, when I think about Captain America, I find myself, he is what I wish Superman would be. Isn't he He's a, a better Superman than Superman is. Yeah. And a lot of people have been saying that, and I was like, I totally see that, because it's like, he, he, we, we watched him grow in these movies, and I feel like we get so much from him, and I like the fact that, you know, he was, he's always emotionally pulled. Like, he is just dragged emotionally. If you think about all the movies, he's like, think about the movies, like, from the first movie, right. um, even the second movie, he's always suffering some type of loss, some type of conviction. And I really liked, you know, like, when you saw him, you know, when Peggy died, you know, rest in peace, Peggy, um, when she died, and you can see as he was carrying the, the coffin, you can see that anguish in his face. Or you can see when he's thinking about the next steps or even when they were discussing the deaths during the battles over the years. The look on his face was very was very interesting and so clear. And, you know, I give Chris Evans so much credit because he's, he's, he's a good actor and I think people need to know that. But right, he, I think he's definitely grown since... Uh, the first Captain America yeah. and even before that I remember he was in that uh, I don't know if you've seen that but he was in the movie Cellular with uh, Kim Basinger mm-hmm. um, and he was you know just a, a random random guy and to see him from that to now it's just like aside from this actually the muscles but he's grown as an actor yes. um, and I'm very I'm proud of him, and I didn't think I would like Captain America as much as I do 
now. Yeah. And I like him. I mean, I mean, Chris is hot, but at the same time, I like the fact that he he gives you this hero. He gives you a hero. He gives exactly. you a thinking man, like a thinking hero, you know. And I like that about him. You know, he comes in with no airs. He's that person who he knows what his job is, and he's trying to do the best he can do. Tony, though, Tony was interesting to me because I struggle with him a lot because he's very arrogant, uh, but. I like that in this movie we saw a little bit more heart in Tony. Right, yeah. I, the, what sold me initially on Iron Man was Tony Stark's arrogance. But I think as the movies went along, he got more and more arrogant to the point where it's, it was becoming a bit like a turnoff, yeah. so to speak. Um, I did like in this movie that... Uh, he did show a little more humanity, um, especially, uh, spoiler alert, uh, when he, he found out that Captain America and, well, Captain America knew that Bucky had killed his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, he did, right, and rightfully so, show some kind of emotion there. Yeah. Um, but Robert Downey Jr. has always played Tony Stark beyond good. Yeah. So uh, I'm not surprised in the least bit that he is carrying on that tradition and you know what i thought and some people were upset about the fact that you know cap knew this but i i looked back and i was like well cap may have known it but it's like i look at it like well that wasn't bucky um that wasn't that wasn't the bucky he known. this is somebody who was my control to do that so i guess a part of me was like i understand why he didn't say anything because he didn't have all the answers either so right. why would he start up some foolishness when I don't have all the, like, I'm like, I can see that. Like, like, why would I start up stuff if I haven't, if I don't have all the answers, I don't have really what's going on. How can I tell someone about this and then find out later that there was a whole big, a whole big misunderstanding. So right. I understood why he didn't say anything. Um, but I, but I also wish that Cap maybe prepared him a little bit better, but I wouldn't know how you would have done that, you know? Right. Yeah, it was like a damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of situation. And therein lies the Civil War. I mean, he was going to either piss off Tony or piss off Bucky. Mm -hmm. And he went through all these hoops and bounds trying to get Bucky. So why would he turn on Bucky in the end? Yeah. You know, that didn't make sense. Yeah. But, you know, it was... It was a predicament for Cap, to say the least. Yeah, and and the interesting thing, I, I feel like the overall theme of Civil War was just all around because there was a lot of inner conflicts. It was a civil war with themselves about which side to stand on, who to you know who was right, who was wrong, what what is my next step, what is the wrong step, what is the right step. It was so many different pieces that I looked at it like this is the overall theme of everything, like where people will stand and how they and how they stood. Um, am I on Cap's side or on my side or am I on Tony's side? So I feel like this movie did a great job with that theme of whose side are you on and right. as well as really move this story because if you think about it, this had a lot of characters and some things don't work well with a lot of characters. Yeah. But this one really did. They knew how to move each scene and they also knew how to, you know, they started seeing and they wrapped it up and moved forward. I like that. I liked that they didn't waste the time. 
that they could have wasted because this was two and a half hours too, just like Mad versus Sad. And, but they used these two hours to move the story to where you felt like at the end you were tired because you went through it just like them. It's like you were fighting with them. You were, you know, arguing with them. You were conflicted with them. And it made sense. By the end of the movie, you were like, whoo, I need a break. Just like they needed right. a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like how they introduced so many characters because a lot of movies, if you introduce a lot of characters, then... You can't really flesh out them all. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the audience members are, you know, wondering, well, what happened to this one? What happened mm-hmm. to that one? I mean, a movie that comes to mind, which is bad, like really bad, uh, but had a lot of characters in it was, a. Uh, if anybody's seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation, that mm-hmm. had a lot of characters in it, which was kind of like a fan, a fan thing that the directors threw out. But in the end of the day, if you can't flesh out these characters and have them develop throughout the movie then you're just doing a whole lot of nothing yeah so they did that exceptionally well Mm -hmm. um to me the ending of the movie wasn't it wasn't all the way wrapped up but at the end of the day what could have what could they have done i mean i know they couldn't have have uh iron man and captain america be cool again but I wish there was some other way that they could have wrapped that up instead of, you know, I'm just going to dip. You yeah. call me when you need me. Yeah. It was just just a little, um, I guess, way I wanted it done differently. Yeah, I think they were trying to wrap it up because it was so much that was happening. But I, I kind of understood why Cap needed to, like, okay, so you take over this right now. I just need to. I think he needs a break. You know, like, he, he right. lost Peggy. So much was going on that was crazy. Um, and so I think he just needed some time to just, like, let him be. You know, you know, you, he's lived his life in secrecy, you know, with S.H.I.E.L.D. and with, you know, stuff that's going on around him that he didn't know about, even some of his friends keeping secrets. I think he just probably needed this time to kind of get himself together and... I mean, he's coming back. We all know he's coming back, but he just probably need that time. But I understood that. I understood why. Because, you know, we've been following him in these movies, and you realize that, damn, you've been through some stuff. And right. so you need you need some time, and we and we totally understand it. You know, it's like we're his boss, and we're like, we understand what you're going through. Go on and go lay down, you know? Yeah, take that PTO. Yeah, take that shirt off and go lay down, you know, like something <laughs> like, like that. Um, but, you know, what I, I want to get back on... Um, um, Black Panther's security guard because I realized that that was his 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 security guard or that was his security or what have you and then we think about Lex Luthor's security Mercy and you see how they use those two because yeah. we just had one that didn't have more screen time and didn't do anything and we were just like okay girl but then we have her um and we got so much. And that's what I love about the way the Rosa, the Russos did this movie is they knew how to take the smallest of character and give that character life and right. give it to the point where people are just already creating stories about this particular person already. And I and I, and that's and again that just goes to their, their their the showmanship of their work as well as how they get the the characters active in this movie. I mean, I can't rave about this anymore. It's just so amazing how they was able to do this. And I really enjoyed everyone. Um, I like 
I found myself liking Falcon more. Because um, Falcon, I did too. Yeah, cause, yeah, because Falcon was like, okay, I'm like, all right, Falcon, whatever. But I felt like I understood him, and um, I know some people talk about how he's like he's just a follower, and I'm like, no, he's someone, he's a loyal friend. You got a loyal friend, they coming with you regardless. He's a ride or die chick. Yeah. And that's okay. Bucky's that way, too. And, you know, it's funny because I think about it. I was making jokes. I was like, you know, some of these adult film companies need to get on this. Because, you know, they like, to, you know they, they, make, they like to make these parodies. The whole Bucky Falcon cap is so perfect. Because it's like... And it's funny. If you pay attention to um, Bucky and Falcon, they they act like... You can look at it so many ways. You can look at them like they're like the, the little brothers... Or the little cousin who's trying to get the big cousin's attention. Or you can look at it as, you know, these both guys, they try to get this other guy's attention. Because I looked at the homoeroticism of it all. And I was like, you know, it's so cute. Because it's like, I'm trying to show I'm the better one. and Or like, right. but then Bucky's like, well, you know what? I had him first. And we go, we go way back. I was his first love. You know, like, you can play on that. Cause, but it, <laughs> But it felt that way, you know, and someone was like, okay, I understand Falcon, you're a little jealous because, you know, he had, you know, before he had a swirl, he had nothing but vanilla bean. And so, (laughs) and so I like that. I like that. But they were friendly towards each other, but, you know, they have competition too. Right. I think at the end, they kind of got to respect each other. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I did. I did like Falcon better this movie than uh, Winter Soldier. Um, and another character that I liked uh, way more than I ever thought I would like was Spider-Man. Yes. And how they introduced him. I was like, where in the hell? When they uh, went to Queens, I was like, why in the hell are they going to Queens? And then it just dawned on me. I was like, oh, my God, he's recruiting Spider-Man. And how Spider-Man flipped and uh, introduced himself at the fight scene was just everything and yeah. uh, what's the actor's name i think his name was like tom, tom holland tom holland yeah he is just the cutest little thing playing spider-man yeah i like this spider-man i felt like he was he was relatable he was funny and he was just like how we would be if we got these powers and all of a sudden here we are in the middle of you know everything is going on like you know we'll probably because right. like, i always make jokes that you know if i end up having powers i would be that I would almost act as the animated storm would act. I will probably say all these stupid things like, you dare to test my power, feel my fear. Like, I will be that person. And I like that Spider-Man was that person who was like, you got a metal arm? Oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, how does that work? Or you remember this movie? Like, I like that he was doing that because I guess in some ways we'll probably be so excited that we're in the midst of all this type of stuff. Right. Um, yeah, it's just so refreshing to yeah. see see him uh, play that character um, and I'm actually excited to see Homecoming when it comes out yes and I'm really excited for that because it's going to be a very diverse cast I believe um, um, this other woman that they cast and I think she's a she is a woman of color I just don't know completely didn't they cast Zendaya Zendaya is uh, in it but this other woman is in it and the rumor is she's Mary Jane oh now. That's what I'm saying, because I'm saying if she is going to be Mary Jane, you know, but you know, you know, some folks going to be hurt. You know, it's going to be a lot of white tears falling down. A lot of white tears. Waterfalls, you know, chasing those waterfalls. But it's going to be happening if she's Mary Jane. But I'm like, I'm welcoming that, because if you think about, you know, for those who have, I used, I lived in New York many years ago, and 
a short time, but I, you know, living there and visiting there a lot um, back in the early 2000s, Queens, I lived in Queens for a little bit. And so um, that is a very diverse place. So, of course, why wouldn't Mary Jane be a woman of color? Right. Why wouldn't his friend be uh, another woman of color? Or why would any of his friends not be a person of color? You're in Queens. So, of all places. <laughs> yeah, come on so, now. So don't let girls fool you. The, New York is highly diverse, and I think that will make perfect sense. Um, you know, if you know, if 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 she is Mary Jane. But getting back to Civil War, speaking of that diversity, I love the fact that this was a very diverse cast. If you look at everything from the fact that we had, hell, we had what two, three black people. Yeah, we had War Machine, Falcon, uh, yes. Black Panther, and then we had the security guard. We had Miss Security. Um, now, what's Ms. the? Na- I think the name of it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Like the bodyguards of Black Panther are called the Dora. Manje. Yeah, I'm gonna mispronounce that to the end of the, end of the earth. But <laughs> I think she is considered one of them. I wish she had a name, and I wish Marvel would have gave her a name because some of them do have names like Nakia and. Um, Olio, I can't say her name, but there's two that I do know. Malice is one. Um, there's other ones that have names. I wish they would have just gave her a name, just a right. name. So that's my big complaint to Marvel is y'all could have gave her a name as a security person, but you could have gave her a name because she just gave us so much life. But hopefully they will remember that and give her a name. Oh my God, I hope so. And I hope if they are somebody in the universe get that fight scene between her and Natasha because I know I've heard that actually Black Widow goes up against one of those security bodyguards and gets her ass handed to her Mm. in the comics so if they can put that on film you know I will be grateful for that I will be grateful for that too and I um, just found myself liking the fact that it was it was a diverse group and speaking of Diverse. I get on the women's side. I love the women were very strong um, in this role, and I and I always love Black Widow. I I just always enjoy Black Widow because I feel like that she is kind of the the moral compass, but she's also us mm-hmm. in a way of like she's like this is what we we may do or how we would probably react. I like that she was not really on either side. She was on her side. But I, I like that they kind of gave you a preference then in the beginning about how she's, like, you really don't have a side. You're just kind of, you know, but you're kind of paranoid. Um, right. But I like that about her because I like that she was able to work with them both um, in the sense of, like, Tony, you screwing up, or Cap, you know, there's got to be a better way. Like, I like that she was in the midst of that. And, and she was still loyal to both of them. Right, right, exactly. I think uh, they always... They have cast uh, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow so perfectly. Um, and to see her, you know, play play both sides, but not really play both sides, it was good to see. And, of course, I always like seeing her fighting. Uh, that Black Widow style of fighting is so yeah. awesome to me. Yeah, I like yeah the way she uses her legs or how she, you know, wraps them around and kind of that, that pounding of it. I, I, I think that's a very great... I can't even talk. A very good um, um, technique of hers that I like to watch. Yeah, yeah I, I very much agree. 
Uh, I'm trying to think what what I was well, I was thinking about the movie and I was thinking about how it to me set the bar for how these movies should be. I like that, you know, we when we get fight scenes, it's in the daylight. If you notice it. Just a quick technical difficulty. Difficulty, I can't even talk today, y'all, but we'll be right back in two seconds. <laughs> I'll try to edit this part. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yes, I, I I feel like this movie has set the bar um, in so many different ways. And I wish that more movies would kind of look at this because a lot of this was done in the daylight. A lot of this, I like that we saw fighting in the day. I like that it wasn't grim and it was only grim when it needed to be, but it didn't. It wasn't like the overall feel, and I, I really appreciate that about this movie. It just felt like right. I was reading a comic book. I was. It felt like I was reading a comic book, basically. Exactly. It felt like it felt like a cartoon, like on Saturday mornings, but more adult. But I still got that feel that I'm running down the stairs or something, trying to throw myself in the front of a TV before my favorite cartoon comes on. That's the feel that I got to it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to uh, about the vision and Wanda. I wish they showed more of them kind of going at it. Yeah. Uh, they were kind of limited in their fight scenes. Yeah. Um, and this, did you, was it just me or were you picking up like love connection between them? Yeah, I feel like that was a sense of caring. Um, because you know Wanda lost her brother and I think that and also just this whole being a hero I think she was using that to kind of you know suffice but I also think that she felt like she failed because of what happened um, in the first battle scene and I think that he was just a sense of comfort to her because it was a sense of trust because he's not human I think she probably felt like you know she could feel safe around him and I and you know for those of us who have read the comics we know they, they do get together and they do get married 
I, I like that. I like that they showed that because I think that was important. You know, that's an important part of the Marvel history, but also important part to their character development. Because if we didn't have that, we wouldn't really know that much about Wanda. We wouldn't really see the size of her. And we wouldn't really see the human side of a vision. Because again, we that vision um, as a comic book character evolves into a more human, human like cyborg or a human like. Uh, I don't know what. There's what another name. There's another name for him. It's not really a cyborg, but um, he. That was important. I know some people didn't like that, but I feel like, no, we needed to see that. We needed to see, again, the different teammates, but also what makes these particular two work. And for those of us who've been fans of the comics, it I, I appreciate it. Right, yeah. I definitely uh, would have loved to see more of uh, action between the two of them. But, you know, what we got, I'm not going to complain too much because we got it, and it was... Even the little bit that we got was good. Um, even I liked the little bit that we got from Hawkeye. You know, Hawkeye has been one of my least favorite of the Avengers. I think he was kind of useless, um, so to speak. Uh, but I did like that we got to see Hawkeye a little bit because I couldn't take a lot of him. Uh, I did like the scene where he shot the arrows at Black Panther and he caught him mm-hmm. and they blew up in his face. Yeah. And he was like, he was still ready to go. He's like, what you won't do is that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm for you. I know. You know, again, it just goes to the greatness of what Black Panther brought to this movie, but also what you will see as, you know, this is a force. And, 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 and it was neat. That was the, just the best way to introduce him. The best way to introduce him. And I just like, wow. And again, um, it's funny because, yes, I'm about to bring up Mad vs. Sad, but someone was saying when I was complaining about Wonder Woman, it was like, well, it, she wasn't a part, it wasn't her movie. And I was like, you know, okay, well, it wasn't Black Panther's movie either. All right. But they knew how to bring him in. They knew how to introduce you because what you need to do with characters is introduce them to the public. And that's what we got. Oh, my goodness. I don't even want to get started because it gets me emotional. That's what we got because we got this hero and again i i think about the the black kids who saw this movie and they got to see not only a hero but they saw a king and they saw that and I, it just makes me really excited to think about you know what that what that effect will have on them to see like wow you know that's somebody who looks like me fighting with captain right. america you know i mean they have falcon but this is someone different this is a king this is a person who's coming in a little bit more tougher, a little bit more seasoned, um, and gave you hero, you know, and showed you how he was a hero. So again, you know, kudos to them for bringing, not only bringing Black Panther to this movie, but making him... Doing it right. Yeah, making him such a worthy player in the Marvel Universe. Exactly. I just... Mm. I can't say enough about it. Um, now, as far as the villain... Uh, is concerned. What were your thoughts on him? Because I, I found him to be a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. But given how this was a civil war, mm-hmm. he didn't need to be this grandose Ultron type of villain. You know, he kind of just needed to plant the seeds and then mm-hmm. go away. 
what you, were your thoughts about it? You know, to me, a good villain is a person who knows how to cause um, deep conflict. And I feel like that's what he was there for. I like that he was just a low-key villain. I like that he wasn't, he didn't need to be super-powered to break them. And I think that's the neat thing about villains. Because, again, a villain is a person who, you know, they have their agenda. They're going to go and do what they need to do. And even if they don't do the big thing, the little thing that they set up still remains. And that's what he fractured the group. And that's what he was set out to do. I like that about him. I like that he has a past that we didn't have to get into. We didn't have to get into the fact that he was he's a skilled mercenary. Like, we didn't get into all that. But mm-hmm. but we also knew that he was a deadly force. And when he had to kill, he killed. Like he killed that that doctor guy. He killed those super soldiers because you know they could have went that route where it's like, oh, here's the fight of the super soldiers. That's that, where I thought they was going. But I no, they, were, they was not going to do that because that's a that's a Zach um, Schneider thing to do. <laughs> but what they did was like, no, we're going to still keep this on task mm-hmm. and on point. And focus on the main characters of the story. Yeah, at first I wasn't I wasn't feeling the character, but you know, after the movie was said and done, and I got to thinking. I mean, that's like you said, that's what a villain is. Kind of, he doesn't have to be super powered or this over the top guy to get his agenda accomplished. And some of the best villains that I've seen on film are random Joe Schmoes. So I, I I like how they portray this villain. Um, and I like how, again, at the end of the movie where he was about to kill himself and Black Panther, he said, no, the living are not done with you yet. I was like, clock yeah. me out because Black Panther could just take me home. And the way he did it, he like he blocked the bullet. He was like, I blocked it. You still coming with me. So you're not right. getting out like this. And I like that too. I I Zemo Zemo is a well known villain in the Marvel universe, but I like that we we got the beginnings of Zemo. And I like that we wouldn't we he wasn't in the costume. We had a lot of costumes. But we did not have him in a costume and that was fine. I like that he again, he was just basic and he showed you this is what I can do with my mind. Imagine what I can do with other things. Right. And that's, that's scary. That as yeah. a villain, that's scary. So I appreciated that so much. Um and we we talked about Spider Man and, and again I liked I wanna get back to him because I feel like that, that was a great introduction to him. Again, not his movie, but they knew okay. how to introduce him as a character. We got a, we got a lot from him. You know, we got a lot from the way he acted, his actions. He didn't want to be a hero, but you know, he got to play the role and all of a sudden it I think it seduced him. You know, like it like, wow, I got to do this and I saw that I could take on Cap, I could take on these different people. So, you know, I think I'm going to be in it. And I like that setup because what we are getting is he had a taste. Now he is going to begin his journey. And I feel like that was a great thing. And I and I hope that, you know, Tony acts as a mentor to him, kind of. But I kind of hope that he gets to, a little bit of mentorship from all the others. Like, I, I know in the comics he does look up to Captain America. And I, I would love to see that. I would love to see how he, he grows, but how he is getting some of these, you know, the, the teachings from the other heroes as well. Exactly. Yeah, I would... I would like to see him getting mentored by Vision. 
that would be an interesting take on it. Yeah. Um, but I, there's so many, the positives of this movie so outweigh the negative. If And if you're looking for the negative, there are like very slim to none. That's very, yeah, uh-huh. very slim. I, I, I get, I found, I mean, you may think it's like, people are like, oh, it's long. But I again, I feel like it felt. I didn't when I was in Mad versus Sad. I was basically sitting there like, okay, when, so when when is this done? Like that, I wasn't ready. Like I was like, I I need a little bit more. I could have done maybe thirty more minutes. You know, it could have been more right. of that. And I like that they they left me excited for more. And that again, it wasn't like so much that I couldn't absorb it all. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I I love. It's been a while, like a long time, since I've left the movie wanting to automatically go back and see it again. I haven't felt that way in, I think, since, hell, Independence Day. Yeah. Um, so it's so good yeah. that they did that. They, they did that, and I think that they had set the bar again. And it's funny because, you know, the next one is X-Men Apocalypse, and, I, and I, we talked about this before. But I am really not excited for it. I think I got a free pass to go see it, so I'm going to use it. But um, the reviews are already broke. So I... heard the reviews, and it just hurts my heart. Oh, it hurts my heart. But you know what? I mean, and and we're going to review X-Men Apocalypse, so y'all get ready for that. But what, what hurts me the most is I think we're all... We're all woke now. Because think about when it first came out, Like I look back, the first X-Men movie was garbage. Um, to Honestly, me. Honestly, to me. Really, being honest about it, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, and then we, you know, I think two was, was good. And then everything else just kind of went broke. I, 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 I kind of liked, I can care less about um, First Class and I, and I can care less for wow. This is weird. When, I, when as I'm saying this out loud, it's like I really don't care for them all. If you told me I had to watch them again, I'd be like, oh, okay, girl. But <laughs> but right now I'm just like you know I really I don't have hope for it, and I feel like Marvel. It's time for y'all to wake up. Okay, Marvel. This is this is this is have a moment with Marvel. Marvel, it's time for y'all to realize that that this is one of your finest of properties. Think of the amazing things you can do by bringing them in. And I know you've kind of gotten to this world where we, where the Inhumans are whatever, but we can still bring them in. Because I feel like the fact that we can get an African hero, where we should have already had one, um, is amazing. But this is why I feel like Marvel will get in and give us the, the, the characters that we need and the story we need. Because imagine if they would have been the ones who introduced X-Men to us. If the Russo uh, brothers were the ones who brought us that, because they could have brought in bigger characters. I just feel like that um, to release this movie um, after Cap- after Captain America uh, Civil War is, is it, we're going to see the writings on the wall. We're right. See it. And they show so many trailers this is what i don't understand about movies now they show so many trailers that you don't even have to go see the movie yeah tv honestly and true and what i like about marvel is they they gave you trailers but they didn't give you everything i like that they focus more on on comedy sketches like they did like little comedy pieces um Mm -hmm. with them you know acting a fool together but not 
not like the super commercials. Like the X Men have these super commercials for Pop and Hardee's, and I'm like, they I don't. The M Ms one too. Yeah, I'm like, no, you could have kept all of that. Why is Storm in a Hulk costume, but then everybody else is not? Like it was just so many things. I'm like, I really don't care. And so, um, again, with Civil War people, I felt like what we got here, we just gotta. It, that is like lemonade to me. <laughs> that's like, it's <laughs> like that's how lemonade. That's that's our lemonade in the way of saying like that's the bar, you can either yeah. reach it, or not. And I feel like it only will get better, um, and it almost makes me want to say, to some of these studios, it's like, look, if you can't get it together, then maybe y'all need to stop. Yeah, maybe you just need to stop. And I I think, uh, by the look going back, we'll go into X Men, that uh because of the reviews have been less than nice i think that it's time for fox and brian singer to you know give up the the reins and maybe marvel needs to buy back those rights to x-men mm-hmm. because it's just just it may, it's just time and i think it's just time. i think it will happen i think it will happen if this movie does not do well i think that's where they will begin to be like okay do we want to continue this franchise we put so much money into it and i think it was when marvel will be like okay well we know we'll We'll take it, and maybe in five years, maybe in the next round, you know, because uh, in next phase we bring them back, um, or we, you know, or maybe they may like we're we're not gonna make it a movie. We'll put it all on Netflix, and that, and then I'll be fine with that too. Um, they can go much more darker. Yes, they can do a Phoenix saga and do it properly. Yes. Because I would love to see a I Netflix. Really I would love to see a Netflix version of the Phoenix Saga. I think that they will be able to pull that out. They can give us ten episodes, and I'll be like, that will make sense to me. Yeah. I will be. I will be right there with my wings and my water, <laughs> and my and my butter pecan ice cream, sitting there like, all right, Gene, show me what you're right. going to do. Just show me what you're working with. I mean, hell, the uh, the X Men cartoon back in the '90s that was. That was nine episodes. It had the the Phoenix Saga, and then it had the Dark Phoenix Saga. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, that was about nine episodes. So mm-hmm. a ten-episode arc on, of the Phoenix Saga on Netflix, I think would it would be great. Yeah. And if they were going to take that to the movies, it would have to be a minimum of four or five movies. Yeah. And I... And, and I, and I also think that they can introduce them without reintroducing them. Because we all know them. Right. We all know them. For so many ways. Like, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, we know them from either reading the comics or the 90s cartoon or from the movies. We know them. So we, they can almost kind of move forward um, into this. Like, they could be hidden. Like, we could never have known about them. And they decided to, like, oh, well, they decided to start doing things. But they've been in school all this time. Right. But the, but not to get off the topic of Civil War. Way off the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. Um, so, uh, final thoughts about the uh, Civil War? What are you looking forward to in the next couple of uh, Avengers movies? Uh, anything like that? I'm looking for... Um, I'm, 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 I'm very interested to see how they go into the next phase of mysticism in space. Because that's where they're going now. Uh-huh. Um, we think about the next movies that are coming around. We got Doctor Strange. We have Captain Marvel. We have the next 
Guardians of the Galaxy, we are kind of going into now that new realm of mysticism and magic and um, and space, you know, that type of stuff. So I'm looking forward to see how that all going to wrap together because soon we'll have the Infinity Wars. And uh-huh. so I'm really excited to see how this all wraps together. I think, personally, I believe that Thor, the next Thor, and Doctor Strange is going to be that kickoff to that world. Because you think about it, Thor is a mix of magic and science in that yeah. way. And I think we're going to start seeing a little bit more of that. Because right now we've been basically in the streets uh, when it comes to the, the Netflix series. And then, you know, a little bit global when it comes to the movies. But I think what's going to happen in the next phase is we're going to go out of space and we're going to get more into the magic stuff. Right, right. Yeah, I think I'm very, I'm already on board for mm-hmm. what they what they're going to do, so you know, just throw it on me, and I'm going to pay. Yeah. Um, side note: We didn't even talk about Ant Man, and that's that's how you do a character, a lesser known character, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, I think casting Paul Rudd as Ant Man was genius. Yeah. Um, and again, that's how you do a virtually almost unknown character in the Marvel universe, right? right. Um, again, I'm just, I'm here for the ride. I'm ready. When y'all say it's out, I'll be there first night. Yes. Just tell me when and y'all can take this money. That's right. I'm like, you know, you tell me like, okay, I'm, I, you call like, oh, you ready? Okay, Marvel. Let me get on right. up and leave. Like, I'm ready to go. And I feel like that's amazing that that, that that's what they do. That they, yeah. that they get us so excited, so information, so, in, you know, ready for what they have next where we feel like okay even your lesser like stuff we still ready for and so i hope that you know the other cinematic universes please take note that this is what you do this is how you do it don't try to like we do our own way no that's no that's not the case they have you juggle multiple characters this is the format you either follow this format or you have a seat so dc you saw you saw you saw what happened. You, DC's already in third place. They can't take any more hits. <laughs> they are more in third place. To me, they just like at this point, it's like y'all on you on probation. <laughs> you on probation. You on six months probation until yeah. we see that we need to either carry you forward. Because I'm like you know if you can't get through these six months, then you don't have a job here. And I, you know what? And X Men going back on that, you on probation too. You oh, on yeah. double probation because now that is, we talk thinking about it, yeah. All y'all on probation. Oscar Isaac and Michael Fassbender are, you know. And you know, and we're gonna have to forgive them for doing this mess. I'm, I'm gonna forgive Isaac. I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna, I mean, Oscar. I'm gonna forgive him, you know, because he'll be back on Poe, and I'm like, okay, you back on, on the right side of things. Oh yeah, he's just so dreamy, my God. But you know what? If okay, but now thinking about it, since he, since Lupita is a darling with Disney. Because she has a new movie coming out. I don't know if you saw the trailer for that, but that came out today for the, the uh-huh. Queen movie. And she's already in Star Wars. What they need to do is make sure that she shows up in the Marvel Universe. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Because See, I just almost fell out my damn chair. <laughs> because you know what? They'd be like, you know, like Lapita, everybody's talking about you. And we got to make room for you somewhere in, somewhere in Marvel. Let her be somebody... 
in there. You know, if y'all take X Men back, you know what she, you know what she's going to be, or if you're gonna put her in any of these movies, put she her in. She could play uh, Black Panther's uh, mother. She could. She could play, or Shuri. She can play. Well, not really sure, but she can be somebody. There's, there's like I said, there's plenty of women in his life, so she could be somebody in those films or in something else. I'm just saying. Oh my god, my mind is just turning about the possibilities. So, because oh. they share people, so I'm just like saying, I'm saying, um, yeah. you know, think about it, Disney, y'all, y'all, you love her already. You've given her two roles in two different universes. Here's another one that you can put her into, and then we'll all be here for it. You could overuse her, and that's fine. We'll be right there for it. Right. They they know they're going to get this money. Yes. Regardless. They know that. They know that. Uh, Anything else you got to say about... Um, I'm going to go see it again soon. I'm going to see it again soon. I already saw it, and I was telling people about my shirt. Because um, I, I have a... Yeah. So I can do... I, I can do another... I can do it again. Yeah, it's it's that damn good to me. Um, yeah. It was just a good cast. It was good di- directing. It was good storytelling. Um, just go watch it if you hadn't watched it. If you hadn't, <laughs> I don't even know why you're listening right now because we just spoiled the fuck out of it. Yeah. But if you have watched it, go watch it again. And yeah. you should see it again. And I'm and I'm. So excited to see it again. So, go see it again. If you, you know, I have no problem seeing movies alone. I believe that's that's healthy. I learned that from Joan Clayton, <laughs> um, and I and I stand behind that a hundred percent. Because it's fun to do sometimes. You know, you don't have to worry about nobody else. You just go in and you know get comfortable. Go take a you know a good Friday night. You know, you know, and just sit down and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing tonight. I'm watching, you know, Captain America and Bucky and you know um, Black Panther. And Miss and, and Miss Girl, who told you move or be moved? Exactly. So we will be back with a review of X Men Apocalypse. Yes. Uh, what the end of the month? I think it comes out what May twenty yes. seventh. Something yes. like that. But we'll also be back again because we're going to talk about other things. Um, as people know, this is Mega Sheen, and we um, going to be talking about more things. We will have other people joining us too. Um, to talk about more geeky things that we haven't talked about. Like, I, I think that, you know, people want a voice from, you know, geeky queers of color, and, and we're going to give it to them the best way we can. <laughs> but also, we have streets now. Though. We in the streets um, individually, but soon we, you're going to see um, a website as well as our own Twitter and everything else. So be on the lookout for that um, as we are beginning this big journey so yeah we'll be back to talk about other things too you know like uh, comics and movies that we've loved you know that have brought us to geekdom there's so many movies that have made us this way um as well as talking about you know that i that you mentioned drag queens and i'm a classic um believer of drag queens because but i'm also in conflict with these new drag queens so i I can tell you stories about drag actually my partner's a drag queen yes like 13 14 years so 
I've got the lowdown on the download when so, it comes to all things drag. So so yeah, we will we will we'll have we will be back. I can't even talk today. We will be back and to talk about you know just all of this stuff, all this great stuff in our culture. Wait, where can everybody find you? They can find me everywhere. They can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Wonderman with two N's five. They can find me on Tumblr, um, where um, what uh, what Victor says. Um, they can also find me. Um, on Instagram, his name is Victor, so you can find me all over there. And where can they find you? The kids can find me on Twitter at Porter Pizzazz. Mm-hmm. And they can find me on Instagram at Mr. Sinister's Pupil. All right. All right, so that's it for us. We're going back to watch this movie, and you should too. So y'all, take it easy and look for more. See Mega you guys later. All right. <laughs>